This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hello everybody and welcome to the Super Jcast. I'm Joel Abraham, joined by Damon McDonald. Damon, this might be the last ever Super Jcast as I uh, will be eating a Carolina Reaper chili at the end of this show. Well, you're insane, and uh, <laughs> but that's why we uh, love it. And uh, you were going to do this anyway, right? You you bought this pepper for the sole purpose of consuming it. So uh, I, look, we're getting a lot of feedback. We I think we get more feedback online with dopey stuff like this. Uh, then we do pro wrestling takes, but um, yes, this will be a uh, this will be a uh, a momentous occasion here for the Super J cast. Yeah, I don't want people to think that I've been bullied into it. Like Damon said, it's a, some one of those things that I've always wanted to do. I'm a massive fan of spicy foods, and uh, it's just is one of those things. Like um, you know, I've been reading this book lately called Curious, and there's a chapter about young children's curiosity how they like to do things like touch really hot things or stick their finger in the fan or fuck about with guns and stuff like that, even though they know it's dangerous, but they just like to do it just to find out what's going to happen. That's where I stand with the Carolina Reaper chili. I, I need to do this, Damon, and it, it's a bonus that I'm getting paid for it. Yeah, yeah, we did have some listeners come through. Uh, we did have some... Uh... Uh, well, let, let's put it this way: we, it, what, what, it, it has been officially branded. You know, it, it, there is an official name for this uh, this endeavor in which you are about to intake, uh, partake in. Uh, it is what the booze leprechaun, uh, ghost Carolina no, Reaper booze... <laughs> death match. That's it. The booze leprechaun Carolina Reaper death match. As, yes. as soon as that challenge was put out, booze leprechaun straight away, bang, money's on the table. So. I don't know what to say. I, I mean, I should be grateful. I should be saying, oh my gosh, thank you so much for doing that. That's incredible. <laughs> I also feel uh, like I'm kind of being thrown under the bus a bit. <laughs> That's good though. I see. I like people like that. I love people who are like, all right, you want to, you want to fucking do this? This, this is, this is hilarious. Here you go. You know, and, and they have the means to be able to do that is, is tremendous. So uh, I, I thank everyone who, actually did uh put forth a couple of pieces of coin a couple of shekels if you will um for this this is going to be fun we're going to do this at the end of the show though because there's no way that you will be able i don't i, I mean one we know that you've never done this before um do, do you have any expectations of what what you're in for i've watched a few videos of people eating stuff on youtube um it seems like the worst part is the stomach cramp you're going to get afterwards. So I'm, I'm in half a mind to just make myself sick afterwards. So I'll get the experience of eating it, but not the excruciating stomach cramps afterwards. I don't know if that's cheating, though. I mean, I don't think that's... I don't think... I, I think all rules are, uh, you know, thrown out the window at this point. I mean, you're eating the hottest fucking thing on earth. Um, well, I don't... I don't... I don't... I couldn't do it. I know I couldn't do it. And it's not even that that in the mouth part <laughs> which sounds pretty hot uh it's not even in the it, it's not even that it's the stomach thing 
yeah, because I I couldn't keep it in. Um, all right. Look, we got some sickos as as listeners because they they were they were quick to it too. It was it was like it done uh, again. Booze Leprechaun coming through in a big way, and uh, again she always comes through when it comes to the Discord, when it comes to things we want to do on this show. So uh, again, hats off the Booze Leprechaun, Carolina Reaper. Deathmatch Challenge uh, is today, and we are super excited. And again, we're videotaping this, right, Joel? We are videotaping this? Yeah, so anyone who contributed money, just let us know. You tweet us or send us a message on Discord with a screenshot of your donation, and we'll send you a video of me making a tit of myself. <laughs> this isn't... I mean, we, we've we've fallen this far, Joel. This show, we are we are now eating the hottest things on earth for a couple of dimes. For a couple of dimes. This is this is what we've become. Also, I know we, we sort of joked about getting a shout out on the World Tag League for eating this. I don't want that. So, no, Aaron, we if do. you're listening, do not. No, no. I, d- definitely not. Why? That, that's going to be mental. Imagine listening to that as a, a, a casual fan, like it, uh, some random person getting a shout out for eating a chili. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. That'd be embarrassing. <laughs> no, all right. Well, I mean, he doesn't have to mention uh, that you ate the chili. It could just be, hey, I mean, we know Kevin listens. Um, you know, you know, the guys talk. Okay, about- maybe, maybe, yeah, in tandem with the the power rankings, World Tag League data right. that they're doing so right. give the data a shout out and then say and <laughs> i don't know right right we don't want no, to, I'm not, we don't, i don't want it i don't want it david it's no, embarrassing no, no, wait, wait we don't want a segue of you know a fucking arm bar there is into... no segue <laughs> right, that's what i'm saying and here is right. spicy carl fredericks not as spicy as <laughs> right right as joel's ass after eating a carolina reaper uh yeah, we don't. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. All right, I get your point. I get your point. I get your point. But we do. I want. Yeah, I like that. It makes me feel good about myself when I hear uh, us being mentioned on on. Uh, I mean, listen, Joe, Kevin's got a, a fucking. He's got his work cut out for him. All right, trying to fill time with some of these matches. So, so he's looking for anything he can when it comes to content that he can fucking fill dead air. Uh, so. Yeah, if we could, just, yeah, let's not go into Pepperland. Let's go into, uh, I don't know, they're, they're professional broadcasters. Watch, now that we said it, we're just going to get fucking buried for five minutes during a knock and knee match when no one's paying attention. It's going to be five minutes of us getting fucking buried on the air. <laughs> yeah, and we deserve it to the pair of idiots that we are. Hey, I've just found out that Shenmue 3 was released today. Why am I sitting here doing a podcast when I could be playing Shenmue 3? A game oh. that I've waited almost 20 years for. Really? That's today? Like right now? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? I, I, I contribute quite a bit of money for the uh, Kickstarter campaign and it's finally been released and I didn't realise. Well, how do you not realise? It just popped in your e- inbox? Yeah, I just got an email saying that the, my download code is ready. The game's oh my god! Available. I didn't know. <laughs> oh no! This, this is horrible. Oh, no, I'm I doubly distracted. I, how am I supposed to talk about the World Tag League when I've got a the Carolina Reaper death Booz Leprechaun Carolina Reaper death match on my mind, and also Shenmue Three waiting for me? This is a disaster, Damon. This is a disaster. Oh my god! All right, well then let's 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 uh, put our heads down. 
Let's barrel through. Uh, we'll get to the pepper at the end, and then uh, we get you uh, hopping on. Yeah, this is a big day for you. I mean, seriously, of, of any video game, that's, that is synonymous with this show and specifically you. So, wow, this is a big day. You excited? Uh, which part? I mean, if I survive the chili, then yeah, maybe I'll pull an all-nighter and just play Shenmue. Turn on to school the next day like a fucking zombie. Mr. Abraham, what's wrong? Shenmue 3. What? <laughs> what? What? All right, what are you going to do? For, what do you want to do first? Are you going to go uh, drive a forklift or fucking, uh, you know, buy some canned corn? I don't know. What the fuck do you do? <laughs> What have you heard about this game? Well, I mean, it's like, you know, you fucking just do basic shit for a lot of it, don't you? You do the, the same kind of stuff that I do when I go on holiday to Japan, which is uh, buy soft drinks from vending machines and little gashapon collectible toys from the vending machines. Okay. All right. That's, that's, I can get into that. All right, I guess. I play... Uh, There's some, play- like a, a minor subplot about you avenging the death of your father, but I'm not really interested in that. I just nah, like I'm the kidding. toys and the drinks. <laughs> Three-year-old Joel. <laughs> nice. I've been playing uh, uh, that, what's that, Nitro Racing, that Crash Bandicoot, is it? Um, oh, yeah. I've been playing that a lot. I've been, I'm kind of kind of into it. Not kind of into it. I'm very much into it. I'm very much into it. I like clearing those levels, Joel. I never really had that in my life before. Clearing levels. I'm all about clearing levels now. Um and my hands hurt actually from <laughs> fucking playing. Uh, yes. Yeah, so. Oh, that reminds Like when I was a kid, I had a Super Nintendo and I had Street Fighter 2 Turbo and I got blisters on my thumbs for doing the Hadouken motion, which is like a, a quarter circle forward on the D pad. And I just completely fucked up my thumbs. Oh, yeah, my wrist hurt. I mean, literally, they, my hands and it's like, it's like I pitched nine innings. Um, but yeah, I'm into it. I'm into that game. All right, so we got a full we got a full docket here. So why are we fucking around talking about my uh, corporal tunnel syndrome? Um, and why don't we hop right on in to some uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling talk so we can eat a pepper and we can play some video games and I can work and then and all the fun stuff that goes on in our normal Tuesday lives. So, first up on the docket is Tokyo Sports interview with Kidani, who's the uh, chairman, I want to say, of Bushi Road. He said that regarding uh, exchanges with New Japan Pro Wrestling, they will judge carefully by looking at the fans' reaction. But the establishment of an IWGP Women's Championship comes to mind when both groups are under the umbrella. So, David, thoughts on a possible IWGP Women's Championship? I know people don't want to hear this, but I think it's event- eventually it will happen. I really do. I think... Um uh, I, I know that there are people on both sides of the fence that are very passionate. I, I mean, it sounds it. You have a promotion, it, it, and and it's now yours, right? And I, I think the handwriting's on the wall that eventually you'll see it, uh, and eventually it'll happen. Um, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's next week, whether it's a month from now, whether it's a year from now, uh, I can't answer that. But I, but I, I, and I have no f- information of it happening other than that interview um, and the little whispers of 
you know, this is. I don't even. I don't even think I have whispers. I've. I think we have more whispers, Joel, that it's not happening than than yeah, it is. Yeah, I happening. mean, the, the impression we're getting is that the people in charge of New Japan are completely against the idea, but the owner Bushi Road or who is he? Who Kitano? What does he do? Because I, I don't want to get this wrong. He sits in his office. He kind of sits in his <laughs> office and he has his feet up. The uh, plays card games, right? Because it's Bushi Road. Right, founder and president of Bushi Road. Okay. There you go. And also, the, oh, he has served as chairman of Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay, so basically, Kodani is saying yes, and the impression we got is New Japan people saying no, but who knows what's going to happen. Do you think it's going to happen, Joel, in the next two years, in the year 2022, will there be an IWGP Women's Heavyweight Wrestling Championship? Uh, I don't really have a dog in this fight. I mean, I... I... I can see arguments for and against it, but do I think it will happen? Um, I'm going to say no, just because okay. I think there'd be a lot of resistance from the New Japan side to it happening. Okay. And, um, you know, they, they can't even book a fucking tag division. Can you imagine throwing a women's division as well? It would be a disaster. I think it'd be, I think it'd be on par when it comes to like booking, like, like, um, you know, how much love it gets. And it really depends on the booker who's there, right? And, and who's in charge and all that stuff. I know it's kind of like you have your guy at the top and then you have these little pockets of committees currently. Um, I think it'll happen. I really do. I, I think it I think it will. Um, just And again, I have no reason to say other, other than these quotes and you already have the assets and I just think it's just, just kind of going to happen. And, I, and, 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 and I, I don't even know if that means dissolve stardom. I really don't. Um, I don't know. I just think that that it, it'll, it'll happen by 2022. That's my prediction. That's my hot take. Yeah. I mean, maybe if it's just a showcase match, well, not a showcase match, but a, a prominent match on big shows, you know, King of Pro Wrestling, Dominion, Wrestle Kingdom, that, you have that championship defended in a, a semi-prominent spot, then, yeah, you could have uh, Stardom and New Japan coexisting, but just have this title rolled out on big New Japan shows as well. So uh, it could happen. Yeah, now you mention it like that. But uh, uh, next thing is something I really don't want to discuss, but I'm going to anyway. Uh, Harold May in his diary is a translation. Uh, by the way, there's this unbelievable rumor going around that NJPW tried to prevent Kenny Omega from entering Japan. There's no way a company, meaning New Japan, could do that. No reason to do that or would even want to do that. I just thought I'd address it because I want to be clear about these things. It was a rumor spread by someone's wild speculation. Kenny Omega made a huge contribution to New Japan and we wish him all the success in the world. So, David, can we never talk about this again? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, look, uh, look, if if we're looking at this objectively, on the one hand, Harold is not going to go into the press and be like, yep, we fucking did it. (laughs) You couldn't get in. Uh, Right. That's that's not going to happen. But. I truly believe him in this in this scenario, and call me the the dumb you know dope that believes the the head of the company. Um, believe what the man says, um, but, I, but I do. Uh, I mean, it, I'm glad that he did say it. To be truthful, um, because sometimes uh, silence is deafening. In this case, it was good that he addressed those nasty rumors. And was able to uh, kind of put that out, right? And and that's really what it felt like it did. 
He said it. We got a bunch of fucking retweets, and then it was dead, which is which is how it should be. Um, so yes, I'm glad that he said something about it, but uh, I'm even I'm even happier that it just kind of extinguished any further um, conversation about that dopey scenario. We have cards announced for the Lions Break Project Project Two shows in Anaheim, California. So. The first day, Saturday, December 7th, we've got Alex Coglin against Barrett Brown, Mysterioso and Aaron Solo against Sterling Regal and Logan Regal, Clark Connors against Yoshinobu Kanemaru, Ren Narita versus El Desperado, and then the mega coaches, Rocky and Taguchi versus the junior tag champions, El Fantasma and Taiji Ishimori, uh, non-title match that is. And then the next day on December 8th, we've got Coglin against Aaron Solo, Mysterioso and Brown against the Regal Twin uh, Brothers. Are they twins? I don't know. I can't remember. Clark Connors against El Fantasmo, Renarita versus Taiji Ishimori, and then Mega Coaches against Kanemaru and Desperado. So two cards, which I think are decent little shows there, Damon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as far as uh, watching Young Lions matches um, and knowing that they're going to get plenty of time and... Yeah, I th- and this is kind of what people speculated when they talked about not even this this New Japan of America. You know, when they started talking about Western expansion and having the dojo in in Los Angeles, this is the kind of the idea of what this might be like. This little touring promotion that did the West Coast, um, utilizing a you know people who might not be. Uh, have a program or be working on that current tour, sending them, sending them over, and then lots of Young Lions matches. And the Young Lions are good. We know that. So, yeah, I mean, these are – I mean, look, I, I'm not flying out to you know California to watch, but I'll definitely pop them on, turn them on. I think they'll be fun. There's a lot of fucking talent. <laughs> All those shows, actually, if you really think about it. Uh, yeah, they'll, they'll be fun. As you call them, fun little shows. Uh, but again, for me, it's about the the growth of the young lions and and having them in matches that'll last longer than eight minutes and seeing what they can do. Fun, good stuff. Yeah, I wonder. Renarito's on these shows, given that he is on his excursion. If he's going to be debuting some sort of gimmick, or is he just going to be Black Trunks Young Lion Renarito? Because presumably he can ditch that at some point as. You know, Shota Umino has done as Great Okan did when he went on excursion. Yeah, and uh, and he correct me if I'm wrong, but that was like that with the visa issues. You know, he did the gimmick um, uh, in in Carolina when uh, we, they couldn't get anybody over. <laughs> you couldn't, they couldn't get anybody into the country. So yeah, maybe should have called us. <laughs> <laughs> Please imagine us taking bumps. That would be. Oh and my facing God. Beretta and Chucky T will be Joel and Damon. <laughs> oh Lordy Lou, that would not be good, Joel. Uh, so yeah, uh, that may be a, that may be a, a, a nice little opportunity to at least experiment with uh, some new gear, some uh, a new idea, new vision for uh, a young lion on excursion. I think it'd be fun. New Japan Pro Wrestling representatives Naoki Sukabayashi and Tiger Hattori were on CMLL Informer 
Uh, they were asked if there's going to be Fantastica Mania in Mexico with the New Japan roster wrestling shows in Mexico. Sugabayashi said someday he'd like it to happen in Arena Mexico. They've talked with CMLL about there being more New Japan talent appearing in CMLL for 2020. And he'd like to talk to CMLL boss Chavo Lutaroth III about bringing in some CMLL talent for longer stretches of time. He hopes that Kawato-san can become a star in CMLL first and eventually he would return to New Japan Pro Wrestling. That, that, that partnership's never going... I, let me take that back when I say never, because never, never happens in pro wrestling. But that's a, that's a solid partnership, right? And again, there's nothing... I, from a New Japan... Again, I, I'm, I do look at things from a New Japan perspective and the old, what's in it for New Japan? Again, it's an area where guys can go to... I wouldn't even necessarily say learn a new style because a lot of times young lions get more familiar with a style or familiar just by working with people in the ring. Now, now that happens during fantastic mania that can happen during, you know, tag leagues that can happen during best of the super juniors and so forth. And even during tours, like I'm sure they get in the ring and roll around in you know before shows but to to experience it all i think that's really the key right the key is to to not only to get in in the ring with these guys uh and learn different technique different different style but it's to surround themselves in the culture to surround themselves with new faces to surround themselves with new locker rooms and to become a better pro wrestler all the way around Right, the run the entire circle. So it's not just about oh, okay, grabbing an armbar this way. Oh, okay, doing that. Okay, and there is that element. Trust me, I'm sure there is. I don't think it's I don't think it's as as uh, prominent as people want to believe, but I think it's more of making these young men into more well-rounded pro wrestlers, both in and outside the ring. So you're going to be buying tickets to fly over to Arena Mexico to see this uh, overseas fantastic mania, a fantastic mania uh, in Mexico. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, I will not. I would. Uh, I'd like to see it though. I would definitely watch that just for the the atmosphere. I think that would be really cool to have some uh, a, a big glut of New Japan guys hosted, featured prominently on a, a show in Arena Mexico. That would be great. Um, the other thing that was interesting that I picked up was from friend of the show Rob Viper who reports that uh, Roosh teased a new group forming soon, uh, presumably the ROH one being teased, and flat out said, and I quote, my brother is returning to New Japan soon. And he was not referring to Mystico. And Lucha Blog followed that up, said he's working under the assumption that we'll see Dragon Lee in a New Japan ring by the end of the uh, New Year Dash post-Dome show, if not sooner, and he would be flabbergasted if that wasn't the case. So your thoughts on Dragon Lee returning to New Japan? Now, that that is what we all wanted, right? I said it before. Lock that guy up to a contract long term. Now that might be difficult to do, uh, given the current state of pro wrestling. But here's the thing. Correct me if I'm wrong, Joel, but there have been in recent history times when uh, wrestlers from various promotions worked all in the same ring. 
whether that be New Japan, CMLL, Triple A, all of them, right? It was recently in New York, wasn't it? Was wasn't there shows where they had like all these? This uh, what was it? One of the WrestleCon shows? I I could be mistaken. I don't think I am. But yeah, I mean, it, it can happen. This is uh, people act like this is like this this you know people have dug their heels in and you know it's like a military standoff. It's it's really not. Uh, it can be done. So again, I know that there is a problem with Dragon Lee and CMLL. But uh, I don't think, I really don't think that it would hinder Dragon Lee being brought in and made a focal point as a junior for, you know, New Beginning and and the months into that, you know, all of that. He may not be on Fantastica Mania, you know, it might, it might not be that uh, flexible, but I think, uh, I think it's, he is a talent. He is one of the most talented pro wrestlers there is on God's green earth. If he's available, you do everything in your power to to bring him into the fold. And I'm not saying that that visit from New Japan on whatever show that was uh, and, and to talk and, and to meet with. I'm not saying that was the sole reason Dragon Lee was. But I'm sure it was a very nice. Ah, let's go over. Let's let's break some bread. Let's talk business. Blah blah blah. Just to make sure that their 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 mindset at ease. That hey, yes, of course, this is still a partnership, and yes, we want to continue to do business, and yes, uh, we are very happy with with uh, the uh, partnership that we have with you guys. Uh, oh, and by the way, we kind of want to sign Dragon Lee too. <laughs> Just, a, just on a side note, uh, but it's the, we're cool, we're cool, we're cool. But I, I, we do, we do want, we do want a piece of that. Um, so I'm sure that visit was uh, something along those lines, a peacekeeping mission, uh, but also with the understanding that yeah, we're, we're we want that guy and and we're going to lock him down a little bit. Writes itself, doesn't it? So let's say Hiromu wins the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship at Wrestle Kingdom. And then at New Year Dash, Dragon Lee comes out to make the challenge. And then you do Hiromu against Dragon Lee at New Beginning in the uh, Osaka Joe Hall. Love it. Love it. Look, the idea, <laughs> here's the idea. This is really it in a nutshell. Dragon Lee makes the juniors better. Dragon Lee makes New Japan Pro Wrestling better. Um, and, and, and right now, when it comes to free agents and people that are available that you want to just scoop up there's really not a lot out there let's be honest there's really not and if you have a guy that again the company likes the company trusts they let him hold that title for a little bit while he was over last year there's no reason none uh aside from again this petty pro wrestling nonsense uh that would stop new japan from locking him down uh and again i really feel like that plane trip that ride that that uh, uh, visit from New Japan Pro Wrestling to CMLL was, hey, uh, we are partners, we are friends, we are compadres, but uh, you and, and everything's fine. But if he's available, we're, we're probably going to scoop him up. So there you go. And huge news, something I'm personally very excited about. We are joining up again with post wrestling. 
for January 4th, 2020, we're going to be hosting the brunch again, uh, the brunch get-together. WH Park has reserved TGI Fridays next to Caracon Hall for 40 people starting at 11.30am. So if you are planning to go to Wrestle Kingdom, then please do pop along to TGI Fridays at uh, or shortly after 11.30am and you get to meet John Pollock and Wei Ting and WH Park. How exciting is that? It is fun. It is it is a fun. I was thrilled when uh, we got the news that, uh, and again, WH Park does a great job lining that up. Um, yeah, I, my suggestion would be that if you're in Tokyo uh, for the Dome shows, uh, get there a little bit early, right? Because we had a nice crowd last time, right? We 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 have it reserved for what right this year, forty people. I, I guarantee you, we'll hit that forty that forty mark. Right. So, yeah, let's hope no, not too many of them are going to be going to the Tokyo Joshi Pro show because that will mean they won't, won't be able to go to both, Damon. But uh, hopefully yeah. that won't affect too many of you. Uh, there, yeah, I mean, listen, there's, I, I'm sure there's going to be uh, quite a few. And again, we had we had a lot of people that that hung out with us last time. Um, it was a great time. And again, it's just it's just one of those things that helps uh, lube the wheel, so to speak, for the whole day. Uh, it does set a nice little tone. So. Uh, by all means, get there a little bit early. Again, eleven o'clock, eleven thirty is the uh, start time there at TGI Fridays. Yeah, that's correct. Okay, so I would say get there a little bit early. You know, there's vending machines right right in front. Grab a couple drinks uh, and uh, hang out because um, it's you know I, I expect that to be filled up the, that those forty spots. Uh, and it's a fun time. Uh, and again, TGI Fridays, again, it's the reason why, one, it's you're right up the steps is the dome, right? So so it's close to everything. Two, um, again, I, I don't want to – we don't want to assume that – I think TGI Fridays kind of hits the, 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 the mark when it comes to um, just ease of use, right? I mean, there might be people that, oh, I don't like this. Oh, I can't eat this. I can't it, – it, you kind of – it's it's bland enough that everybody can enjoy, <laughs> right? um, uh, and it is a, a place to get some beers and, and some Zima too. Uh, but it is always a good time. So I'm super thrilled, super stoked um, that everything is starting to take shape for Wrestle Kingdom weekend. Um, so again, stop by TGI Fridays. Get there. I would say get there around eleven, um, just to kind of secure your spot. And we'll be there, and it'll be a great time. All right, well, let's dig into the actual wrestling portion of, of the show then. So a couple of questions. Lee says, I need to find out if cancelling my New Japan World subscription for December is the right move because I just can't get myself to give a fuck about the World Tag League, even though Super Junior Tag League was great. And Iman says, so I can't watch World Tag League because of studying. So are there any matches that are must watch? So, Damon, yeah. you have uh, seen as much as I've seen. So we've got uh, three live shows so far from the World Tag League. What do you say to that? Was it the right move for Lee to cancel his New Japan World subscription? Should he be re-upping that and getting involved in some of the matches? I think, as of right now, from what I've seen of World Tag League, it has been good. And in some cases, really good. They've done the most uh, that, they, that they could with making some of these shows really interesting. I think it was night two, Joel. Night two was a a particular standout for me, anyway. Um, in the sense of they gave you matches that were stuff that you really weren't going to see most of the year. A lot of inner 
uh, inner faction. We talk about factions. A lot of inner faction matches. Uh, even the third night with the Bullet Club nonsense one, right? Um, I like that. The, the, at least that kept it interesting, right? Like, if you went to that show and just po- sat down and said, okay, let me pop on this thing, I think you would be pleasantly surprised knowing that, A, you're going to see shit that you didn't see during the year, and, B, a lot of these matches were pretty good. I mean, the the, the standout team to me right now, Joel, is Tai Chi and Zach. Uh, they're fun. They're entertaining. They've they've made matches interesting. Uh, I I love them, and I would hope that they go deep. I think Juice. Have you seen and- any of the, the post match interviews with uh, Dangerous yeah. Techers? Yeah, they've been hilarious. Yeah, they always are. Um, and, and, and I saw somebody online making fun of uh, Zach and and uh, you know, the interview style, and it does seem to. Fit a certain cadence and a certain pattern, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, I forget who it was, but I did see it online. Um, I think they've been great. And, and again, the idea oh, was that the person doing doing the impersonation of him, calling him the the slutty gherkin. That one, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was. The oh, one. that was Snowboy on Twitter. I do. I see that, that one a lot. What is that like? A, like a what is that avatar of? It's like a fucking monster or some shit. Snowboy with the with the nine eyes. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at it now. I, I thought I don't know what that is. What is it? <laughs> it's what is quite it? Scary, but it is scary. Like, like but I he, like he it. does great impression. He does. Uh, have you seen his Jimmy Havoc impression? No, I haven't. No, no. Oh, that's great. That one. Yeah, there's some people like it's like you'll never know who they are, right? You'll never know. But isn't it weird? Like, there's this like this little. I don't. I, is fame the word I would use? Because people know that account. Like even somebody who doesn't even go online as often, like Twitter anyway. Um, I'm online all fucking day. Uh, but I know that name, Snowboy. You know, it's like, and I know that fucking avatar. I see that avatar in my fucking dreams. I have nightmares about it, and I don't know what it is. And it's both. It's both adorable and fucking frightening at the same time. Why are we spending five minutes talking about Snowboy? <laughs> it's good content, David. I like it that is. account. It, I mean, too. I do, too. I'm not going to lie. I do, too. Uh, but, again, there's always that, like, people know that Snowboy account. But, like, if he's, you know, or her or whatever, walking down the street, you know, you would never know. Just, I, don't you think that's a weird world we live in that, that there's this? I'm trying the to think of any. Like, internet, internet wrestling fandom. Right. Internet wrestling celebrities. Right. But like if we go to that stupid meetup that we have, not stupid, it's a fun meetup. Um and we mentioned, okay, by a show of hands, who knows the Twitter account Snowboy? I guarantee you the majority of the people are gonna raise their hand. And and then we show three pictures on the screen and go, which one is it? And nobody would be able to answer it. I just find that amazing. Oh fucking A. Alright, yes, I did I have seen it. Alright, there you go. We gave a snowboy a shout out. Great job, snowboy. <laughs> right. Uh, so, in terms of stuff that has stood out to me, you you you're about to talk about Finn Juice. Yes. Yes. Uh, so again, I like. Uh, I think Zach and um, Tai Chi have been remarkable. Uh, I, yeah, I did. I, I think uh, Juice and Finley are our standout team. Absolutely. 
I'll tell you one little thing that I like about that, Damon. They've now got matching gear and a t-shirt, which is a little thing that helps make it feel like a legit tag team. And it makes you think, or it makes me think at least, that they're invested in it long term, which makes me more inclined to take a bit more notice of them. Yep. I 100% agree. Um, And and I'm glad that you pointed that out. Because that, that little detail, that little detail of just matching gear means a ton there's only so many random fucking fire pro wrestling roll the dice tag teams that you know again if i'm de- i know this sounds silly but if 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 if, if it, in my mind in my pro wrestling mind which is this little fucking pocket back here near my abdullah oblongata if that's if 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 that's giving me cause for concern of uh why they don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck you know what i mean (laughs) like get some matching gear i like that i like that idea i like the fact that 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 does mean that means they mean business so that i'm going to pay attention a little bit more gear does matter gear does matter um who else have i liked in this in this tournament joel um what do you think of the uh ishii well, I was going to say Ishi Yoshihashi. Hanare uh, and Tana have been good. Yeah, I, I like that. Because, again, they look like they're taking it seriously too. They've come up with a few team moves. There's the, the little high-low combination they do where Tanahashi does a sling blade and Hinare does the leg sweep. I think that's cool. And Tanahashi actually did a high-fly flow in one of his matches, which is not something you usually expect him to do in World Tag League. Um and it just see, seems that Hinari is taking this chance to try and put his name out there and impress people. And it was a small thing, but when they had their match against Tenkozi, when Kojima did his lariat to win the match, Hinari just did like a fucking 450 in the air. It was incredible. He made that lariat look like absolute death. And again, it might seem like a small thing, but to go that extra effort to sell a lariat like that, like death, I just... I was impressed by that, and I've been impressed by Hinari. I tell you what, I enjoyed Tenkozi. And I couldn't believe, one, I couldn't believe that they trotted them out. Um, and, 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 I, and I don't know if this were the case. I have not heard any news on this. And I, truth be told, I never asked, but I will make sure that I do ask. I have a sneeze going. Um, did he get surgery on his foot? And two, I'm talking about Tenzan. And two, even is is that something that can be repaired? Right? Is the damage so bad on that ankle and that foot? Is that something that can be surgically repaired? So it's not like it's like a uh, a torn uh, ACL, right, or MCL, where surgery, stitch up, rehab, you're back. Hopefully, better than ever. That fucking ankle looks shot, right? Uh, it might be like a you know Brian Pillman situation where the bones fused. have to be fused together, so yeah, you just you lose that mobility permanently. I don't know what the details are, but that did spring to mind. Yeah, so I mean, I guess my point is 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 okay. So we haven't seen him in a lot, and there's a. I, I'm I'm hope. I guess my point is this: I'm hoping that he had some surgery if he could have that would have been the perfect time for him to take 
a, a decent amount of time and for the sole purpose of getting something done to that foot. Um, did he look a- any more mobile than he did in the past? A little bit. I felt like he did look a little bit more mobile. Um, but I liked the match. I really did. I thought Kojima was fun. I love Kojima. I think I always enjoy that team. Yeah, yeah I was going to ask you about Kojima. Do you think he can still go? Do you think he will have he will get that? Because uh, he never got his send off G one run, did he? He's never officially retired from the G one. Do you mm-hmm. think there is still value in him as a singles competitor? I do. Yes, I really do. I mean, let's put it this way: when 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 Finley and Juice got that win, the first thought in my mind was, you know, Juice has gotten big profile wins. I mean, let's let's you know we we know that right, that that's fine, but even so, to get a pinfall win over either of those guys is pretty significant in in for for people who have followed this product for any any length of time, right? I mean, Kojima is a guy that uh, dare I say, New Japan and all Japan have once fucking you know hitched their boat to. He's a guy. Like Kojima is a guy, and he may not seem like it to new people, and he may not feel that way to new people. But man, I'll tell you what. I saw that pinfall, and I was like, that's fucking to me, that was I don't know. And it may not have the significance as, as it as maybe, you know, two thousand and three Kojima would have. But Jesus Christ, I was like, that that is that is that meant something to me. I don't I don't know. And I don't know if it meant a lot to a lot of people. But for 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 Juice to get that win, um, and that pinfall win over legitimate, true legends of New Japan Pro Wrestling, I thought that was, I thought that was pretty significant in my mind, anyway. Yeah, I definitely think they're still valuing him. He had that singles match with Shingo at Dominion, and they've picked up two wins so far. So I always enjoy seeing Tenkoji. I think they're a really underrated team and. I would love it if they do have Kojima have one last run at the G1 just to have a chance for him to say farewell at it. And I think he could still go. So, yeah, that's been a, a little highlight there. Um, what do you think about Carl Fredericks and Hiroki Goto as a team? I like that team. I like that team. The LA Dojo connection, right? Um, and again, for a guy like Carl Fredericks, who athletically is pretty up there right just as a as a as a fit athletic able to do high you know able to do the basics well and even able to sprinkle in a lot of uh, a lot of flash in that uh to learn to i mean the all those young lion teams have a unbelievable opportunity to not only partner with guys that are really talented, but also now work in the ring with a whole slew of different talent, right? That they might not be able to work uh, all the time, right? Think of a guy like Carl Fredericks, who's, you know, he's in the ring with Goto, and he's going to be in the ring with everybody else on the roster, to pick up things, to learn, to to again become a better, well-rounded pro wrestler. This is the pro wrestling part, right? And trust me, there's dojo stuff that makes them a better pro wrestler and the whole circle of things. 
but this is you know their pre-excursion. Um, they're go- they if of anything, and again we we throughout the year we we lay the boots to World Tag League, but and and this year so far I've thoroughly enjoyed it, so I I can't complain about it. But the real underlying bonus of this is is lots of guys getting work specifically younger guys getting work and able to work the whole hodgepodge that new japan pro wrestling offers right in the ring is a lot different than rolling around on a mat at the fucking dojo in ring in front of a crowd all this work that these young lions are going to be able to do um i think is important and and again the variety of opponents to learn and to grow of anything of anything we fucking bash world tag league of anything if you're looking for a silver lining and you're 999 and renewing your sub of anything you get that which i think is very good and interesting and fun to watch but bonus time it's actually been pretty good so far yeah, I think Cole Fredericks has been a great addition. Like you say, he's got a point to prove. He's a, a relatively inexperienced guy in New Japan terms. I feel that he's the most standout young line since Kitamura in terms of the aesthetics, the charisma. And they're letting him have stuff that young lines don't usually have because their team won a match, right? Cole got some points. And that very, very rarely happens. And I was asking on the Discord, the last time a young line a team featuring a young line ever got points in the World Tag League was 2011. So this is eight years ago. And that was a team of wow. Fale and Nagata. They got two points in the whole tournament. Um, the, the match they won, they beat Naito and Honma. Uh, it was Liam on the Discord who pointed that out. So fountain of knowledge there. Again, I can't say enough good things about Discord. You want to watch these shows live. Amazing experience being in that live event chat room. So good. But anyway, like I'm saying, Carl Frederick's picking up points doesn't happen every year so I really think there is something special there and I know we talk about him a lot but people are starting to notice as well um Elirias I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly on the discord says does Carl Fredericks have a claim to the best drop kick in New Japan versus that of the Okada drop kick and any thoughts on where on the card he ends up immediately following his return from excursion when that time comes drop kick was pretty fucking awesome wasn't it Joel I mean and, and and again the the height and the the fact that he's able to basically curl his body around and, and almost land on his knees uh off the, from the spring uh off of uh the impact of the drop kick i mean that's all well and good to me what was most impressive was when he did it right again someone who might not have the the ring chops or the uh, the wherewithal, the the mental aspect of of pro wrestling and and when to do what, he popped me out of my chair. <laughs> popped me out of my chair with that drop kick, uh, and it's not like we don't see drop kicks from young lions. We do, we have, but that one was a little bit special. And again, the when it occurred was just as important of uh, as how it was done. Um, yeah. I mean, listen, they gave him the Young Lions Cup, right? I mean, if that means anything to anybody, they did that. And, yeah, it's not every day that Young Lions, you know, getting any points. I mean, Goto being on the team helps, right? I mean, that that's, 
That's a, that's a name. And with Fale, was it Fale in the Gata that, that was the last team that got it? Yes, so that was when he was a young lion, when he was King Fale. Right, right. So it's not like it's, um, you know, these are names that that uh, are you would expect to go pointless. That being said, they put him in a spot to do, you know, to be with a guy like that. So, yeah, I don't think it's I don't I don't think the talent and I don't think it's by accident accidents and happenstance that uh, he's getting those those little spotlights. Um, that are usually reserved for the people that they see as being bright, bright stars for New Japan's future. And speaking of Hiroki Goto, he pinned Kenta, who obviously is the never openweight champion. So that would seem to suggest that, you know, and Yujiro was right there for the pinfall. So he pinned Kenta, not Yujiro. So that would suggest that they're going somewhere. With Goto versus Kenta. And that seems like the direction for Wrestle Kingdom. I think we'll get Hiroki Goto challenging Kenta for the Never Openweight title. And this was continued the following night because Kenta attacked Goto after his match uh, the next day. So, Damon, I'm officially jumping off the Shibata Watch bandwagon. I'm off. Now, I want to qualify this by saying I am excited for Goto versus Kenta because Wrestle Kingdom Goto is best Goto. You know, you go back, you watch the 2017 match with Shibata. Amazing. 2018 match with Suzuki. Amazing. So when he's in that big arena and he's getting the tap on the shoulder, bright lights, never open weight title, he always delivers. So those two going at it for the never open weight title in the Tokyo Dome, I'm really excited for that. And I think it's also been extremely well built. This story's been told most of the year with Goto feuding against... Bullet Club guys has been feuding against Jay White. And then there's a whole story with the LA Dojo and his best friend Shibata from the Mayu Tag Day. They went to school together. And then if you look at it through that lens, the story is about Goto, not about Shibata. We're going to have Shibata in Goto's corner for the match. And he is basically defending the honor of his friend. The never open weight title. He's spoken loads of times about how he feels that is like the Shibata title. The ceremonial, uh, symbolic passing of the torch at Wrestle Kingdom 11 when he beat Shibata for the belt. And we complain a lot about New Japan's failure to build meaningful mid-card feuds and do interesting stuff with their lower-ranked singles titles. But I think they've done an excellent job of it here. I'm looking forward to the match. And the response that I got online was 99% disappointment. And people trying to do mental gymnastics to try and convince themselves that Shibata would somehow get back into this. Maybe you will, but I think there's like a 1% chance of that happening. And I feel that this is... that People are ruining for themselves something in Kenta versus Goto, which I think is really good. Okay, I and I agree. Um, I, I agree with everything that you stated. Um, but let me ask you this. It, and again... In a, in, a, in, a, in a perfect world, what would you prefer? Shibata, Kenta, Goto, Kenta? I prefer Shibata, Kenta, okay. but okay. that's okay. not what we're getting. Okay, but here's the problem. You had two, two in pro wrestling when someone who is... Uh, of the stature of Shibata gets attacked. 
Not once, but twice. Once is an angle, right? Twice is a continuation of an angle, right? It was it's a dick tease. It's a it's a uh uh dangling a carrot. That's why people are speculating. And that's why people are going to say, oh, I want Shibata, I want Shibata, because they were fucking dick-teased over it. Like, if they went through this and took just those two little pieces out, not, let me take that back. You could keep one. It's the second one that people are having a problem with, right? The first one, where he does the cross legs, sits on Shibata's chest. What an awesome moment. It might go down as one of the most memorable moments in New Japan in 2019. They did it again. They did it again. They rammed him into the into the, into the guardrail. They beat the shit out of him. More, right? That this is not you know a manager or a a a a valet, if you will. This is Shibata. So the speculation is going to go crazy. With the idea of, oh my God, this guy's taking bumps, this guy's doing this, this guy's doing that. He's involved. Because in pro wrestling, that's that's how you build a feud. <laughs> that's how that's that, that's that's pro wrestling 101. And the fact that they did it again only dumped more gasoline on that idea of, oh my god, we're getting fucking Shibata. So unfortunately, even though you are 100 percent correct in the sense of Goto at Wrestle Kingdom, always delivers. And Goto and Kenta at Wrestle Kingdom will deliver. And never open weight Goto is the best Goto. I agree with all of that. You tickled my dick with fucking Shibata. And now I'm sitting here with blue balls. Kind of wanting Shibata. And anything less than that is a disappointment. I understand that, and obviously I was in the same boat because when I watched those two angles, I thought Shibata was coming back too. But, I mean, maybe this is a course correction. The commentators have been at pains to uh, point out that Shibata is not an active wrestler. Just playing devil's advocate here, Damon, let's say you were in charge of booking this storyline. The direction is Kenta versus Goto, and you want to capitalise on that Shibata part of the friendship because obviously that's a huge part of the story you know Shibata was the guy to introduce Kenta at Dominion he brought him in Kenta betrayed him so how would you have done that and get Shibata involved in that storyline without it being a dictis the one was fine the one angle was fine because here's the thing the one it was the most memorable again it's, that's going to be it, it burned into New Japan pro wrestling fans minds as as a top moment of the year. The problem, again, was the second one. So I would probably not do the second one. Um, you could do the pointing. You could do the, you know, I'm going to kick your ass, that whole shit. It was the second physical altercation that had people's heads spinning. Um, and I think that does not discount the fact that we, I really feel like even though, I do agree that Kenta and Goto is where we're heading. That doesn't mean that that Shibata doesn't get physically involved in the match, that there is some payoff at the end of the day where Shibata gets uh, a big drop kick in a corner, uh, 
PK, all, all that stuff um, that you know could be at the end of the you know, you know, leading to a finish or after a you know whatever the case may be. There will be some physical involvement from Shibata. I don't think that there's any problem with that. I don't think that there's any. Truth be told, if he's in the corner, I don't think there's much doubt in my mind that that'll happen. I'd be disappointed if it didn't. Uh, but again, I think, and again, I agree with everything that you said. I just think that there was a bit of a uh, a tease that f- only can lead to speculation. And and again, I agree that that Kenta and Goto is great. Line, line up the fans. Ask them. Goto or Shibata? And everyone's going to say Shibata. What percentage likelihood do you lean towards Kenta Goto as opposed to Kenta Shibata? I would say 90%. I would say 90%. Um, and I know people are doing, like you said, the mental gymnastics of, okay, well, he can beat. Goto night one, and then Shibata challenges him for night two. I mean, could could that happen? You're not doing that, you're not doing. I know you're not doing Shibata's return on less than twenty four hours notice. That would be mental. Right. That would be mental. I mean, some people have said, "Oh, maybe he's going to come back for new beginning." Maybe I say there's a very slight chance of that happening, but again, just the the direction they've gone so far, I am compartmentalizing that. I'm putting that away and saying that's not happening. And if it does happen, it'll be a pleasant surprise because if I keep holding on to that, I'm going to ruin my enjoyment of Kenta versus Goto. And I don't want to do that. I, you know, I'm, with my impending fatherhood, Goto is now my hero. He's got that big dad energy. I want to be a great dad just like Goto. And I'm going to be in the Tokyo Dome cheering for him, loving the match, and it's going to be great. And nothing's going to take that away from me. An hour from now, you're eating a ghost chili powder. <laughs> Uh, Hiroki Goto wouldn't do that, would he? No, I don't think he would. <laughs> I don't think he would. Uh, I agree with you one hundred percent. And again, I don't want to. And and I, and I and the overarching theme of don't don't rest on on this thing that has a slight chance of happening, and it really always had a slight chance of happening. Um, and don't let that ruin this this treasure that you have in front of you. So I get that, and and it will be great, and. Um, yeah, I'm on board with Joel, unfortunately, in the sense of let's put that aside, Shibata, and I think the focus has to be on Kenta and Goro, which will be great. I know that a friend of the show, Forrest, is working on a video that's going to go into more detail and, and explain this uh, Kenta, Goto, Shibata situation better than I can. So uh, watch this space because uh, I always enjoy his videos. It puts a lot of passion in them. So. Uh, I will retweet that out when it's ready. Um, this was just a really stupid part of the World Tag League, Damon, that I enjoyed. I enjoyed the interactions between Honma and Nakanishi with those two guys just going at it with all the mobility of two plastic Hasbro toys. Maybe that was just me, but just watching them sort of lumbering around the ring together, I kind of enjoyed that. Oh, I think wow. it's just me, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I like Nakanishi. I love that whatever they do with their arms, that, that twisty thing with it. When I see you, can we do that? Yes. Oh, can we do that together in yes. Tokyo, please? Yeah. Yes. I want to, I really do. I want to do that. I, I just, I don't know why there's something oddly satisfying about that. The arms. I don't know. I love it when they do that. I, I it's kind of like, you know, 
Uh, again, it's just oddly satisfying the symmetry that that is. Yes, we have to do that when we uh, when we get when we get a couple pops in us. We'll do the Nakanishi uh, Nagata arm twisty thing. Other thing that stood out was Colt Cabana pinning Tangaloa. Wow! Now Colt Cabana is not for me, not my favorite wrestler, but the fact that they pins the champions is that something that I should be worried about? I think it's something that you will see in the future, right? I think if if history is our guide, as it always should be, you're going to see Yano and Cabana challenging somebody for for the titles. If God still has them at the end of Wrestle Kingdom, um, yeah. Do, do, my worry was that somehow Yano and Cabana worm their way into that tag team title match at the dome. Yeah. I'm going to get some multi-man bullshit. Bullshit. Uh, I'm going to say no. I think that was their I think that was their highlight, that, that pinfall win. So they'll fall, I will say middle of the road when it comes to points. Uh, I'm not concerned right now with them going deep, but I think that, that what that does is that does set up some type of some type of challenge, right? That was a shock. It was pretty that Superman thing. He was all tied up in the ropes. That ref should never have counted. <laughs> that was yeah. It was <laughs> and they did a, a double pin the right. next night, right? When they right. pinned, let me check my data here because oh, right. this fucked up my scoring. They they pinned Lance Archer and both of them were on top of him. I was, you can't do that. You can't have both people pinning one guy. That's cheating. I agree. And I didn't know who to give the points to. I had to give. 0.75 of a point to both of them. It's it's ruined everything, Damon. Yeah, right. Right. How do you, like, who gets the pin? Yeah. That did fuck up your scoring, didn't it? I didn't I didn't consider that. I didn't consider that that hardship that now you, like, what did you, you had to sit there and say, all right, do we give half a point to each? Who was, all right, let me ask you this. Was it, who was closer to the shoulder? <laughs> I don't know. Because because the other one just added support, right? The other one just added more weight. So the one that really was by the shoulders is getting the pin. Can we agree on that? Am I going to be sort of going back sort of <laughs> Premier League VAR style, like slowing down the replay? Right, yep. if you pause it at this moment, you can see it's Cabano. <laughs> leverage. <laughs> I'd like to think I have better things to do with my life, but that's probably not true. Again, you're eating a chili pepper in about an hour. <laughs> yes, but I'm getting paid to do it, so there's That's that. Point. That is a good point. You are. You're making some serious coin. And again, you're getting all of it. We're not getting a dime of it, so that's all yours. So enjoy. enjoy. What are you going to get? Are you going to get anything nice? Maybe uh, you- my, my order some more chili peppers. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a fiend. This is what happens. They give you the first one's free, right? First one's free, and then the next thing you know, hey, you got any more of that stuff? Oh, yeah, 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 it's 20 bucks. Oh, okay, all right, here you go. And the next thing you know, you're going to be homeless from chili peppers. <laughs> you can't get enough chili peppers. That'll never happen. All right. Uh, Speaking of homeless, <laughs> what have you thought of uh, El Terrible? I didn't know this, David. He was in the 2010 World Tag League as well. So nine years later, he's making uh, his reappearance. I've got to be honest, the whole LIJ stuff I've found... Aside from a few moments of Evil versus Shingo, I found the whole, their outings a little bit underwhelming, a bit disappointing. Yeah. And, and again, I hate going into things 
with uh, preconceived notions and preconceived feelings, the yeah they it's fallen flat. It's fallen flat. The evil Sonata. They, uh, I can't. I I mean, a scale of one to ten. I might be four or five. Shingo's great. Look, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Shingo is just unbelievable. So, I mean, he's in the ring, and, and my interest and energy go up. Uh, everything else is just kind of like, well. So, yeah, I, I would say that segment of World Tag League, my excitement level is like four or five. Well, in terms of recommended matches, the highlight, I think, has been by far the Suzuki-kun versus Suzuki-kun match, where we had Dangerous Techers against Archer and Minoru Suzuki. And I just love that. You know, sometimes when you get the intra-faction matches, there's a bit of shenanigans, there's a bit of bullshit, but these guys just inexplicably decided that they fucking hate each other. And they were beating the crap out of each other. And the highlight of that match was that moment where Zack and Suzuki were going at it, and then Zack puts his hand behind his back, and the Karakuen crowd just lost their shit. That was such an amazing moment. And then they had that the flash pin reversal sequence... And then we had Zack Sabre Jr. pinning Minoru Suzuki and talk backstage. Minoru Suzuki was referring to this and even mentioned Taichi Gun. Where do you see this all? Well, first of all, what did you think of the match? And secondly, where do you think we are heading in terms of this leadership of Suzuki Gun? First of all, the match I love. And, and you're right, it was my favorite as well. Um, but again, it brought that. Um, a lot of times that inner inner faction match turns out to be this whole idea of oh uh, you know let's not we're we're going to play it safe in the beginning and then somebody fucks something up or somebody decides to get one over on you know whoever they're in the ring with and then it breaks down a little bit and then it's everything calm you know, I don't you know you know the, the the idea of those this didn't feel that way at all this felt like a, a true match where both teams wanted to win and didn't give a fuck who was on the other side. I like that a lot. Uh, you know, if you told me five months ago, four months ago, two months ago, that Zach and Suzuki was on the table, right? That was a possibility. I'd be, let's fucking do it now, you know? <laughs> I'm totally into the idea of that match. So if there is a sliver of hope that Zach getting a pinfall win over Suzuki leads to something on any one of those two nights, I am all fucking about it. All about it. Again, there are plenty of rumors and there are plenty of there's plenty of speculation. And I believe at the at the front of that driving that train was uh, uh, Voices of Wrestling Flagship, who talked about uh, talk that they had heard about Suzuki possibly uh, not sticking around New Japan. If that is the case, and, and whatever that looks like, whether that's they, he takes a back seat, he is no longer in New Japan, he's somewhere else, he's um, just no longer active wrestler, whatever, whatever that is. Uh, if this leads to a new, I don't want to say a new faction, but a new leader of a faction, to me, 
it's not Zach. It's Tai Chi. That's the guy who is yes. going to be your. That's the guy who's going to be your Suzuki Gun leader. Um, yeah, Tai Chi's the leader, and Zach is the ace. Yeah, I mean, to me, that's that's the normal logical progression here, and I think if you look back at, at 2019, aside from shutting jerk offs like me and dopes like this show and all that, Tai Chi having a great 2019 leads to something, right? And maybe that's just a conditioning and a re-education to people to take him seriously as a leader of that faction. Could possibly be, right? Uh, so, again, that those, and I put in air quotes, serious matches and those hard-hitting matches that he's had throughout the year, and a lot of them have been pretty great, Maybe that's just a re-education for people to say, okay, this guy could be taken seriously as a leader of this heel faction. Um, and it's not always about titles and G1 wins and cups and, and all that. Maybe it's just about, ah, okay, this was done so that people can see this guy in a, in a leadership role. Uh, and maybe that's what we see come 2020. Yeah, it's been quite noticeable that Taichi has completely cut out the bullshit and the shenanigans from, I would say, maybe like the, the Dominion Ishii match onwards, the G1. You know, there was a little bit of it, but all the other big matches he's had since has just been straight to business. So definitely think they're working towards something there. Uh, Chris on Twitter says, the Suzuki Goon versus Suzuki Goon match didn't play out how I wanted it to beforehand, but looking back, it was better than what I envisioned in my head. What moments in wrestling or New Japan ended up turning up better than you wanted? Wow. Huh. That's a great question. Um, whew. You know, looking back at it, at the time, I really didn't dig it. Um, maybe the beginning of some of the... New, and, new, and I know I'm having trouble getting the sentence out. New Japan loves that phony shoot angle. Right, they loved back, especially in the '80s and the '90s. They loved, they loved a phony shoot angle where you know things break down in the ring, and you know, and, and people are supposed to take away that this is you know a real something bad happened in the ring. And I think they just constantly fed off of that uh, Choshu Maeda shoot kick thing, um, and they just constantly. It's kind of like how. WWE constantly brings up, you know, McMahon, authority figure, Austin, you know, screw the boss. They kind of always go back to that fucking narrative. Um, I think it was the Hashimoto. Is it Ogawa? Is that how his name was pronounced? He was the, he was the legitimate judo fighter that you know, there was always that element of this guy is going to shoot on Hashimoto. Um, that at the time I remember watching it that um, I wasn't the biggest fan of. Like I just kind of thought like, oh my god, this is these aren't really matches. These are just guys kicking each other in the face for two minutes, and I'm supposed to believe that this is a shoot. <laughs> uh, but but the build and the lead up and all that stuff, um, and then you know going to the dome and uh, Hashimoto losing, and then you know fighting his way back uh, to get the rematches. 
I think I enjoyed more in hindsight than I did at the time. So uh, maybe that answers the question. Another match I really enjoyed in the World Tag League was the Bullet Club versus Bullet Club match where we had Kenta and Yudro against Farley and Chase Owens. And just a complete shithousery there. Kenta ordering Chase Owens to lie down and then they're all agreeing to leave and then Chase running back into the ring. I love stuff like that when it just, you know, it's kind of cheesy, but just the, the sort of heelish shenanigans really work for me there. And it reminded me of that 2017 Best of the Super Juniors match between Takamichinoku and Taichi, where they managed to have like a 10 minute match without touching each other, which was brilliant. Um, did you enjoy this as much as I did? Uh, we have a question from Nicholas who said, have you, well, one, have you written your will yet? Uh, might be useful if you're actually planning to eat that chili. Also, are there enough stars in the universe to throw at the Bullet Club versus Bullet Club tag team match? So Nicholas is with me. Where do you stand on it? Well, you and Nick can go get a beer because, uh, I, uh, nah, I, I mean, it was, it, it felt like, and it's always Bullet Club that does this. That's that. I think that might be the problem that I have. It's always a Bullet Club match they did do this. Um, and it reminded me of a G1 match between AJ and Fale at a G1 at Corkin, um, where it, they did a lot of that. And then it wound up being a brawl in the crowd um, and then more shenanigans. So, yeah, um, I can't say that I was a massive fan of it. I mean, I, I chuckled. <laughs> I'll give you that. But I can't, I can't put that in anything that I would go back and rewatch. That's for sure. All right, and another match that I thought was excellent was the Dangerous Techers versus Finjuice match, yeah. particularly the exchanges between Tai Chi and Debbie Chan, David Finley. I thought that was awesome. They had a really good chemistry. The strike exchange, the kicks, the the punches, the near fall reversals. Again, it wasn't something I was expecting Tai Chi versus David Finley to be amazing, but there we are. I mean, twenty nineteen is pretty wild, so. I would say those are the three matches that stand out that I would say people need to go back and rewatch. Uh, Damon, any other matches that stood out to you? Yeah, I, those three were pretty good. Um, again, I think just f- f- and not not nothing spectacular, but I really did enjoy uh, Tenkozy versus Finley and Juice. Um, I uh, just just watching the last five minutes. I think uh, you'll get some enjoyment out of that. Um, but yeah, those three were, were the three on mine that, that I enjoyed the most. Absolutely. Yeah. Liam O'Farrell says, do you guys think there's any chance of dangerous techers actually win the tag league or is everything still evil? Well, I mean, I think they'll be in the mix. I really do. I think they'll be in the mix. I think juice and Finley will be in the mix and I think evil and Sonata will be in the mix. I don't think evil and Sonata win though. I really don't. Um, I think it'll be somebody different. And I, th- I think G.O.D. are going to be in the mix until the end. I don't think they win it, though. So it's Techers and uh, Juice and Finley. I mean, I'm just looking at people who have nothing going on as of right now when it comes to Dome. And it feels like Zach and Tai Chi need something to do. I mean, I know we got the well, British that's... heavyweight title. Yeah. Yeah. I know we got that. Juice and Finley have nothing, right? Um, I, 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 here's here's what I also think. Ishii though. and Yoshihashi have nothing. I, Ishii and Yoshihashi have nothing. And you know who else doesn't have anything? Fale. Yeah, but he's been sort of cycled down. 
for the last couple of years. I mean, at the last two Wrestle Kingdoms, no, three Wrestle Kingdoms, he's been in the never six-man gauntlet match, I think. So right. it's not like he usually gets a big spot at Wrestle Kingdom. Do you, uh, here's the, at the end of the day. Do we see, is it going to be a tag team title defense? A, singles, tag team versus tag team, or multi-man tag? Yeah, multi-team, gauntlet, whatever. I just, I feel there's too many guys not doing anything that they won't be able to resist the temptation to do a four-way, four-way match or something like that. And I really hope they don't do it. I don't care who it is. Just pick one of those teams and think that is a match for Wrestle Kingdom. Those guys against G.O.D. Just stick with it. Even if it's Ishii Yoshihashi, I'm on board with it. But Me too. I, I'm scared. Me too. Me too. It is, it is frightening. Um, and, and again, when they do shit like that, it just makes this whole... To- like if they do this, I'm, I'm going into this with positivity. I'm going into this watching these shows with, okay, these aren't as bad as, as we talk about. And okay, you know, we're trying to find silver linings and we're and, uh, trying to find the pot of gold in the pound of shit. Uh, then, and, then- and Sorry, Doug, let's give them credit with a Super Junior Tag League. Yep. Knocked it out of the park. Rapongi 3K, they're your guys. There's a long-term story with them and ELP and Ishimori going all the way back from Kazuna Roads. This is the Rapongi 3K redemption. There it is, straight two versus two, Rapongi 3K versus ELP, Ishimori. And I doubted that they were going to do that, and they did it. They had the courage to do that, and I respect that. I hope they can do it with the heavyweights, but... Mm. Right, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna, you're gonna wade through World Tag League just to have it be, oh, it's these three teams or these four teams that's disappointing that would be really disappointing at least have a means to the end and and not have it just be like ah we don't have anything it's everybody and this whole month was a waste <laughs> right I, that's what i don't want make if, if you're going to do it make it make it mean something and have the guts to do it Question on Twitter from Swordfish00830. At the end of this World Tag League Tour, do you think we will get a last-minute surprise for the Dome? I think we will. Uh, I think we're both thinking of the same person. Yeah? Yeah? Mox? Is he going to be showing up? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think... uh, I I mean, is he a surprise at this point? Is Mox a surprise? Um, I think he's showing up. He's showing up. I think I think he should. I, he's going to show up. <laughs> he'll be yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he will. Yeah. And yeah, um, our question, Doctor Death Ryusuke Taguchi says, given the field of teams, would you prefer what we got, where every team could potentially win, or teams with people like Okada and Naito, where there could be much more interesting matchups? So they have sacrificed star power for unpredictability. So do you like the way they've done it, where most of the guys there? have nothing on the table for Wrestle Kingdom and could conceivably be in the tag title picture? Or would you prefer to have your Okadas, Naitos, Ibushis, Jay Whites teaming up with a jobber uh, no. to be able to get a uh, you know some interesting matchups? No, I like I like what they do with this. I th- That's the worst part about World Tag League in the past was having all these guys that you knew had programs, you knew they were locked in for other things, just going out there and... and yeah, for the sole purpose of having the finger point hold the belt in the air moment um, in between these matches. Uh, 
now this is better. This is better. Um, I, I, I like the idea of having it a little bit up in the air of who who is going to challenge. And hopefully it is, again, one team. But, yeah, th- this is and, – and that might be the reason why it's significantly better um, so far after three days um, because there is that little bit of element of, okay, we don't necessarily know 100% who's going to take this home. So looking at my data, my power rankings, we've only had three nights, so it's – bit too early to dig into it properly but after three nights Ishii is sitting top of the pass so out of his three matches he's won all of them and he's got the winning pin in all of them and at the bottom we've got El Terrible and Manabu Nakanishi who have lost all of their matches and been on the wrong end of the pinfall for all three of those but um, we'll be revisiting that as the World Tag League continues I think it's a bit too early to be drawing any solid conclusions from that but um, no real huge surprises there so Let's move on to some questions then. Uh, Discord, VaseCollector420 says, Now we know where the boys stand on Lucha. I'd love to dig into the fellas' thoughts on the Joshi scene. Watching a Tokyo Joshi Pro Car for the first time and really wondering what to make of this. The crowd seems to be only middle-aged dudes, which is kind of grossing me out a bit too. So, uh, Damon, your thoughts on the Joshi scene. What, what have you seen? <laughs> have you liked what you've seen so far? Uh, I'm more of a fan of like the all-Japan women back in the 90s. Um, I would get the tapes. I'm an Toyota. Aja Kong. Um, oh, have you seen that? Um, the documentary, the Gaia Girls one. The, I uh, did. That, that yes. Thing. Yeah. How yeah. good is that? Yeah. <laughs> when that um, poor girl's just getting absolutely blasted in the face with a drop kick. Jeez. Yeah. Those. I mean, you would always hear, and I put in air quotes the 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 horror stories of what those women went through during the training and and dojo uh, sessions. And it, it was a fucking tough, tough life. And just getting into the dojo and getting accepted is just, I mean, the, the, the physical demands are fucking brutal. And then on top of that, oh, be entertaining and sing pop songs too, by the way. Okay. Um, I, I don't have a huge background other than that when it comes to, to, to that scene. Um, and it's not that I don't like it. I do. I, I think, you know, what I see is, is always gr- pretty great. It's just something that just hasn't really connected with me. Um, when I go to Japan, I mean, we'll always go to a wave or we'll always go to um, a stardom show or we'll go to um, – um, I'm trying to think of some other promotions that we would go to. Uh, that th- and they would always run uh, that Shinkiba first ring, uh, that barn. Um, I like that venue uh, uh, in the sense that it is. It does feel like you're at a Japanese pro wrestling show, like more than anything else. Um, I don't like it because there's it's a fire as it's a barn made out of wood and it feels like one spark and there's not many ways to get out of this fucking building it does kind of freak me out a little bit um i i but i'm not really an expert and i feel like i always feel like i pull back when people ask me questions when it comes to this because i don't feel like i'm an expert and i don't feel like i can can talk about it with any true intelligence cuz i just don't have the time to watch that being said I, I think it's some of the best pro wrestling out there so it's like why don't i just carve out time but then again why don't i carve out time to exercise <laughs> right 
Um, so I, I, sorry, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's a wet noodle fucking opinion. I don't really have an opinion cause I don't watch it enough that, but I know that I should. How's that? Yeah. I'm in the same boat. I just, at, at some point in your life, you have to draw the line with your hobbies. Don't you to, to get the balance, right? There's loads of things that I wish I could be doing and watching, but, um, you know, we've we, we got shit to do, haven't we? But from the stuff that I have seen, I've enjoyed. I've seen some really good matches this year uh, from various promotions and the the wrestler Sari that everyone's raving about, her matches with Mako Satomura and I think it was Chihiro Hashimoto. Again, I've loved those. I thought they were great, but I haven't got the time to pour into any of these promotions the, the amount I do in New Japan. But uh, any match recommendations, please do send them yeah, my I, way. Yeah, send them. them. And, and here's the thing too. If you... It, is there a podcast? Is there like who would be who would like on the top of your head, who would be the resources that you would say are like cover that scene well? Like wh- where where would it, if there's a person that's listening to us that that in that might want to learn more, might want to dig deeper into that scene. Do you know of any resources off the top of your head? And I know I'm putting you on the spot of where they can turn for that kind of. I want to dip my feet into this. John Carroll does quite often on wrestling on Makaze. They will talk about those various promotions and those matches, and they will have people on the show who are equally knowledgeable. And our Discord as well has got some really knowledgeable people on there, like a uh, Welkie knows his, uh, his stuff um there are a, a ton of people on there so i can't think of any podcasts that are actually devoted to joshi for entry level stuff though mm-hmm. okay at least, at least niagara driver as well on our discord they're, they're good okay okay Ice Age and I, I know- a, i'm just scrolling through our joshi channel here there honestly that would be the place to go if you want to get into joshi join our discord get into the joshi channel and ask questions because the people there are great they're knowledgeable and they can point you in the right direction agreed i think that's that's i mean not to pimp out our our discord but there are some of the smartest pro wrestling fans uh in there and it, you know i learn new stuff all the time just from people um in in that in those groups so and we have a channel dedicated just for that so yeah i mean i got I, I honestly i hate to, to 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 stroke ourselves but that's to me is one of the best at least again where do i start they can they can at least point you in the right direction so if you're interested in it and that's your thing that's where you need to be cataclysm says give me your top three chop artists in new japan i for one i'm a big fan of alex coglin's thunderous chops they're good chops. They're good chops. Uh, Shingo. Shingo is is the chop master to me. <laughs> he fucking throws him in. Ishii. I see, here's the thing. I like a snap. I like to hear it. Uh I like the I like the the high pitched smash as opposed to the Ishii thud. The Ishii thud I like a lot. Uh but I love the I just love the smap. Uh, of of a, of a Shingo. Um, that being said, is there anything fucking better than a Suzuki shot? Oh, when he lays. Nah, Suzuki's best ones are the the forearm. Forearm, yeah, you're right. And he yeah. manages to connect those so sweetly, and yeah. they just they sing. They do. 
It's almost like hitting a baseball where you just, you know, you can feel the buckle of a ball when you hit it just sweet, right on the sweet spot. Yeah. Oh, there is something. There is, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's like, it's like a, it's like a hitting a note, just perfect. Bling, perfect. Uh, but yeah, I would go, I, for me, Shingo is my guy when it comes to the chops. Michael CC says, will Taichi challenge for the IWGP title in 2020? Now, you know, you want to get a guy solidified as a top guy in a faction. That is the way to do it. Have them challenging. Not necessarily win, but just getting that rub of being in the main event scene. What do you reckon? I I can't say no, but I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll give you one better. How about an intercontinental title? I think he would look great with the IC title. I, I, I think. Just the color, the, the aesthetic of it. <laughs> right? I think that's it. But here's the question, though. And I know that veers off a little bit. So, again, we're having multi-belts. We're having the Intercontinental Champion challenge the heavyweight champion. Why wouldn't the Intercontinental Champion then always challenge the heavyweight champion? How are they going to get out of that? How are they going to unravel that ball of yarn? Because, again, right now we're talking about, oh, the Intercontinental Championship is a stepping stone to the heavyweight title, right? To getting the big prize and and your, your double champion. How are they going to unravel that string? Have a guy who is so devoted to the prestige of the IC title that he thinks it is on par with the heavyweight. Okay. All right. I mean, to, again, because if we're looking at April and May and we have a new Intercontinental Champion, wouldn't that Intercontinental Champion be, okay, I'm the Intercontinental Champion. I'm challenging for the title. And every new Intercontinental Champion be like, okay, I'm challenging for the heavyweight title. Right? But if I, wouldn't that be the logical thing to do, being that we've set a precedent here at the Dome? Yeah, and lots of people have asked the same question. Actually, we, we've got tons of questions about that. Really? Okay. All right. So I'm not I'm not uh, unique in any way. Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> I might find them actually. Well, more on the topic. Uh, oh my gosh, so many questions here. Uh, We're so popular. It's unbelievable. Okay, here we go. You know, what? instead of questions, how about you give us some fucking answers? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I asked them all last week. I can't find them now. Oh, okay. Here we are. Uh, Ash 2.1 says, The IC champ should be asking for a double title match at the Dome every year now, right? right. As New Japan have just made clear that it's just as valuable to be in the IC title picture as winning Thank G1. You. Why even bother with a G1? Just win the IC belt sometime in the year and you are set. Thank you. Who is that person? Uh, at Ash 2.1. Ash 2.1, you're the new snowboy. <laughs> <laughs> change your change your avatar. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm in full fucking agreement, right? Am I out of my mind? No, obviously not. We're, we're both uh, out of our minds together. Yeah, that's exactly my thought. What do you have to say to that, Joel Abraham? I didn't book this. Why am I getting accused of it? I don't have to answer for it. <laughs> I know, but isn't that isn't that isn't that a quandary that we're in? Again, how do we unravel that fucking ball yarn now? Get rid of the IC title. Oh, really? Here we go. Here, Anders uh, uh, Vilster says, 
What do you think will happen with the IC title after Wrestle Kingdom? Will they merge it with a heavyweight title or might Naito retire it? I mean, I mean, I, I, of all the titles you want to get rid of, you want to get rid of the Intercontinental. I mean, you got, you got fucking, you got never six man titles that are sitting there collecting dust. Do you know how long that fucking is? It, first of all, can you tell me who the never six man tag team champions are? Yes, uh, Taguchi, Makabe, Yano. Yeah, only because I fucking put him in the <laughs> the year of the words. Uh, they've held those titles, and it blew my mind since January of this year. Isn't that amazing? Well, look, David, we we complain about those titles being hot shotted. I I like the fact that they've had one team holding them consistently. But we're on a tangent here. Right. You need to tell me what's happening with the IC title. I I mean. Throw it into uh, Tokyo Bay, like Zach suggested <laughs> last year. <laughs> yeah, it's like the uh, Mid South uh, TV medallion. Um, Dick Slater, remember that? No, okay. Um, mm, you know what? I think it's easier to merge than to unmerge. That's for sure. I don't know. I don't know how you get out of that. I don't know how you. I mean, unless the they defend the belt separately or something, right? Like whoever is yeah, but who up, who is gonna like? I'm gonna defend the Intercontinental get, Champion, right? Right. <laughs> right. No, you get this title shot, not this one. Right. It just it's ridiculous, isn't it? We've booked ourselves into a corner, Joe. We're fucked. What are we gonna do? We want to shop. Uh, um, I don't know. I mean, right? How do you? I mean, I'm sure there's millions of not millions of people, maybe three or four uh, people who have booked their way out of it in our discord and our fantasy booking. But I don't know. Like, again, how do you take separate and, and then make it important again? I, f- I feel like we've, we've, we've booked ourselves into a li- nice little corner here. I see is a funny one because it is very exclusive isn't it? Not everyone gets to hold that. And no. the Venn diagram of people who've held the IC title and people who have held the IWGP title are almost overlapping, aren't they? I mean, you have some people in recent history like Suzuki, Ibushi, Elgin. who haven't. Yep. But other, you know, it's, it's, again, it's a very, very small circle of people who are able to hold that belt, which makes you wonder what the purpose of it is, because it's not a mid-card title, is it? It's something for those top guys to do and keep them busy. You know, to give it to someone like a Naito or an Ibushi while they're not in the title scene. Yeah, I mean, but you could say the same thing for, and again, I'll use as as an example, like back in the day, the US Heavyweight Championship when it was, you know, with Crockett. Right, that belt. There's a you know you, all the names that have held that belt and have gone on to win the that NWA World Title. Dusty, Flair, um, <laughs> Dusty Harley Race. Um, who else has won it? That's won the heavyweight. I mean, when when it really mattered. And Intercontinental is kind of the same thing too, right? Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. Uh, who else has held the Intercontinental and then Ultimate Warrior? Um, who else? Anybody else? Savage. Um, so again, in some cases, there are it, it's it is a launching point, right? It, it is a um, 
next step. And for other people, it's it's that's their ceiling. So I don't know. I kind of like a belt like that. I like a title like that. I, I, I think it's an important thing for a promotion to have that, to have that rung, that ladder rung to kind of show progression in somebody's career. And again, whether they take the next step and win the heavyweight title is, is one thing. But I do like the idea of I have to get this before I get that. Um, you know, it's kind of like I got to win. I got to win the President's Cup before I win the Stanley Cup. Right? I, maybe that's a bad analogy, but um, you get my point. I, I like the idea of that hierarchy in, uh, in, a, in a wrestling promotion. All right. Um, Japanese Retro Game Center says, hearing that C-section is gone for New Year Dash, not that it's sold out, but not available from the combinies. If it was sold out, they'd still list it. Seems like sales aren't going too great for New Year Dash and Wrestle Kingdom still seems to be wide open too. Is it too much to have the three shows all together at once, let alone the other promotions having shows at the same time? Not worried about Dash. It's not sold out right now, but I think it will be. Because um, I think once people... People, I think what you, I, I think the majority of the people that have sold have bought tickets are your fan club members. Um, also, people coming in because you're there, right? You're like, well, well, I'm in Tokyo. I traveled 14 million miles to get here. Well, I mean, I'm not going to go to Dash. Of course, I'm going to go to Dash. Um, so I think a lot of that is, and I think as things move forward, I think uh, at the end of the day, I think Dash will sell out. The domes again. They're domes. They're not going to sell out, sell out. But I think that they'll have. I mean, I think forty is is a safe number, right? Forty for each. Well, give me yeah, they don't need to sell out to be a success, do they? No, no, no. Um, and I think you know, with comps, with everything, I think I think they'll have more than forty thousand people in the building. That's for sure. But I, I'm you know, I think a forty sold is is a good sweet number to, to hit. Um, if they can do that, I think that for two nights, I think that's pretty good. I think they'll be fine. JDM said, I'm going to combine two questions here. Is it just me or has this crop of young lines been allowed to do much more than prior classes? Not just something like promos, but a wider moveset tying into the Shibata Kenta angle and the Shotter Moxley partnership. And then the second question was, what do you think of opening Wrestle Kingdom with some sort of LA Dojo versus Tokyo Dojo tag match? I want that. I think that, I and I almost feel... And again, nothing has been whispered, but I feel like that's that's a definite. I think we'll see some type of and because it's just logic. I mean, it just makes sense that, that to have it. It's right there in front of you. So yeah, I think we'll have something along those lines between the two dojos. Um, are they getting more? Mm. I don't know if they're getting more. I mean, you figure with uh, Shota getting his stuff with Moxley. Uh, Ren Narita getting his stuff, um, and, and, uh, Carl Fredericks. Maybe it's, maybe, maybe, maybe they are getting a little, they're able to do a little bit more than, I mean, look, it's not 1980, you know, young alliance where it's, it, they shave their fucking heads and you step out of line, you're getting whacked with a cane. Um, but yeah, it does now that you mention it, it does feel like there's a little bit more glitter on it as opposed to just black trunks, black boots, get out there and fucking do a Boston crab. Um, maybe, you know, and not a lot, not a ton, 
but a little bit, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit of paprika, maybe a little bit of spice um, in, in, in the porridge. Ew, that'd be gross, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, Damon, I'm glad you said that because uh, rice porridge in China and Thailand is the sort of thing you would put chili in. So you'd, ah. you'd have savory stuff. So in China, you have your rice porridge with like spicy pickled vegetables and maybe some peanuts and a bit of egg in there, some lean meats. It would be delicious. All right. All right. Maybe that's what we're getting. All right. So maybe I was on point there. All right. Look, I feel better about myself. Good. Thank you. Thank you for uh, thank you for giving me confidence, Joel. I appreciate that. Chris asks, uh, does Joel play football manager? And if so, are you getting football manager 2020? I used to, but it's too addictive. And I've got an addictive personality at the best of times. So if I do start playing football manager, I won't have time to do anything else. You can kiss this podcast goodbye. Um, relationship with wife, down the shitter, work, all of that will be gone. And I will just be playing that nonstop. So no, I'm staying away from football manager for my own good. Yeah. I mean, there's hockey equivalents of that. And I would, and I'm that way too. Yeah, I would be. What do you mean I can't sign fucking Trent Clatt for a hundred thousand uh, dollars? I, I had serious problems with uh, FIFA Ultimate Team. This was going back a few years when I lived in Thailand with Mali, and I just got addicted to the auction process because I wouldn't invest my own money in it because you got to pay big money if you want to, you know, get the the loot box, uh, the loot box, like you know, the random packs to see if you're going to get someone good or if you want to buy a good player directly. And I just got hooked on doing hourly auctions. So I ha- would have uh, a one-hour timer on my phone going off every hour so I could refresh those auctions. And I just realized, what am I doing? This is mental. <laughs> Mally got really annoyed with me. So I was just like, okay, no more FIFA Ultimate Team. So yeah, that, that is me. And uh, I'm just a sucker for those sorts of uh, predatory gambling practices. Are you, you, you mentioned something. You said you have a very addictive personality. Uh, with certain things, okay. uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling crisps, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like 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 once you get in a like because I have something that has been described as that. Um, do you get manic about a certain thing? Like for instance, once your mindset gets into, and again, I'm just going to pick something random: uh, collecting rocks. Like you have to have all the rocks, or is it you have to have certain rocks set up in a certain way? Like what would you, what would you use to describe that addictive personality? The fact that I'm sitting here doing a New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast with you would be the benchmark of that. That I've watched really? Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I watched Wrestle Kingdom Eleven. I thought I love this. I need to know everything there is about it. And now I've got a podcast. So, but is I that think addictive? That is, is that a, I think so. Yeah. Or is it something you enjoy? Like you enjoy pro wrestling, you enjoy New Japan, yeah. You like the show, you like what all all, all that comes with it. Um, is that addictive? Like for instance, if you said to me, "Yeah, I like I have addictive I have an addictive personality. Um, I like pro wrestling. I am uh, after after we record here, Damon. I'm going to go uh, go on uh, wrestling." Uh, flagship and then i got i'm going to go on uh john carroll show and i'm going to go on the you know and all you did you didn't work mm, but all mm-hmm. you did was podcasts right okay maybe that's about okay maybe back to the crisps then if i go in if i go to japan i go in a 7-eleven or family mart lawson's whatever and i will see interesting flavors of crisps that i want to try it when i leave japan my suitcase is going to be filled with all of them i'm not going to leave any <laughs> new flavor untasted 
Does that count? Uh yeah. Yeah, I guess where when it comes when it when it hurts See, when it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. That's the, perfect. That's that's when it, that's when there's a problem. That's when there's an issue. I guess yeah, I'm a little bit more and I hate to use because I think it's a different subsection of stuff, but like like chemicals and alcohol and stuff like that, like I'm very I, like that to me is like I can't be around people who are into that. Because I know me, and I'll be like, "Ooh, that," but you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I don't dip my toes into that. I jump into it like, like I'm fucking Scrooge McDuck um, when it comes to that kind of stuff. So, like, I don't know the meaning of like one beer. I know the meaning of twelve, <laughs> right? Um, and then we'll figure it out tomorrow. Um, but even, even like something stupid, like like drums. Like I have this drum set. So, like for like. A month, I'm buying everything for this drum. I'm all about drum, 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 drums. And then, I, I mean, it's sitting in my office, and I don't think I've played the fucking drums in a, in a month. You know what I mean? Like, I get that way. I get, like, super hyper-focused on one thing for, like, months, and then something happens where I don't I, – I literally turn my back on it. I do that with – I don't – whatever. What, am I, what is the fuck? Is fucking – what am I, on the couch now? Leave me alone. All right. People love it, David. Is this what it is? Like to you know pull back the curtain and get to know the get to know you a bit. I do that a lot though. Like it's like it's but and it's like like again. Here's a perfect example. This fucking video game. This fucking Nitro Racing Crash Bandicoot. Whatever it is. Like um, my fucking hands hurt this morning because I I've been playing it like for a week and I stink at video games. But now I'm just like I'm all about okay. How do I turbo boost? How do I fucking do this? And I'm looking at you, and I'm and I'm and I'm like all over the fucking place with it. And my wife's like, what the? Here you go again. Here he is. And it could be anything. It could be barbecue. Like I gotta get this thing. I get this barbecue thing, and I gotta get this temperature thing that regulates the smoke. And and then I got a fucking smoker that's sitting in my garage that haven't hasn't been used all goddamn once this summer. It's like that. That's what I do. It's just ridiculous. I hate it. Thank you. If I, you know what? Maybe if I did that to like, uh, you know, here's my 401k. <laughs> if I took a little bit, a lot of interest in that, maybe I'd be in a little bit of better shape. Or, or how about this? Here, here, here's a set of dumbbells. Get, why don't you get a little hyper focused on that, you asshole? Fuck me. Well, I hope your chemical addiction sticks around long enough for us to have a wonderful time together in Tokyo. We will. That well, that's for sure. I, we are. I am so looking forward to it. And here's the problem: is that I have like work and shit. I'm kind of so focused on like these two months because I have so much, so much, so much good stuff that's going to be happening. I'm like so hyped up for it. Uh, it's going to be so fun. The problem is, Joel, is going to be January thirteenth. I'll just pick that date, January 13th, because I know I have all this great stuff happening, and it is going to be such a crash that I'm going to have to lock myself in a room for like for like a week and have no contact with nothing because I'm going to be just huddled in a corner in a puddle of my own urine and tears just trying to recover from, <laughs> from the yeah, chemical imbalance that's happening. You'll have the Shibata match to look forward to at New Beginning, so well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. All right, a couple more questions, and then um, – Let's. You want to talk a little bit about award season, and then uh, let's set up for you taking care of your your business here. 
All right, so a couple more questions. At Sensational Sarah says, how long did it take you to finish all the snacks you got in New York back in April? I'm ashamed to say they probably lasted about a month. I did share them with people. I did, you know, bring a few to close uh, friends gatherings and we'd, we'd share a few bags of snacks. So I might bring some to school. But yeah, for, uh, for about a month. And I did bring an obscene amount back, which just speaks to my... Uh, gluttonous personality, as as we mentioned before. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. That's answer your question. And Amos Darwin says, if the Autumn G1 next year is a huge success, should New Japan consider making it permanent? It could make the road to Wrestle Kingdom less tedious. What do you think? Making what permanent now? The Autumn G1. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of an Autumn G1. Actually, I really do. Um, I know logistics; it's it's going to be tough with the Olympics, but if it's successful. Yeah, I say they might not go back, but I think they will. I think I think this is a temporary thing, but I like the idea. I mean, it it does make it a lot more interesting to to or not interesting, but at least more doable to go in the in the autumn. Oh, it'd be so nice the weather. It's just, again that G one is just so fucking brutally hot. I can't do it. I'll 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 melt. My fat will just melt off of me like it's butter. I'm just going to let that mental image linger there for a moment. <laughs> thanks, thanks. In your mind's eye, that. listeners. <laughs> sure. All right, you want me to talk about awards then? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, um, it just uh, over, you know, I, it's coming. Um, we we did the nominees, and we'll talk about nominees maybe next week or week after, what have you, when we did, did get some help from Discord people. So thank you for those yes. of you who helped. Yes, but we figured it would be an easier thing for all people involved if we just did the nominees for each category. Um, and again, uh, that is coming soon. Um, I, th- I thought we would see it over the weekend, but maybe uh, again, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to project any uh, timelines because we're not doing the fucking work. So we is it Pete? Same Pete. Pete's yeah, comes Pete. Pete yeah. Donahue. We love you, Pete. You are we the do. man. Absolutely. And it is, it is super helpful for us to get this done because it's just something that we can take off our plates. But again, Super J Cast Awards coming, uh, I would say, in a handful of days. By the time you listen to this, you might even see it. Um, but it's uh, it's always our favorite time of year when it comes to award season. But we did the nominees. Uh, so hang tight. That's coming. And you'll be able to vote throughout the month of December. And uh, again, we listen, at the very least, this is what these things are. Uh, it's a it's a place where you, our listeners, can have their voice, right? Again, we do have the questions, and we do enjoy that. But again, this is kind of like you having your voice in in the calendar year of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And we know that there are people within the company that listen. And I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, they are using this for booking decisions. No, certainly not. But it is a gauge, and it is something that uh, has the ears and the eyes of people within New Japan Pro Wrestling. So by all means, let your voice be heard with our year-end awards. Always a fun time of year. Um, and we'll have that released very shortly. All right, is it time then? It is time! It's time! It's time! It's all right, time! I might, need to, I might need to pause so I can actually get the chili and get Mali to take a video of this. Okay, so right, do you so- want to... You want to pause and then we'll hop back in, or do you want me? To well, not literally pause. Maybe let's just leave the recording going, and then yeah, yeah. I'll go and get the stuff. Yep. All right. I can. Right. I can. Uh, uh, Be right back. Vamp. 
Yes. All right. So Joel is going to go get – again, for those of you who are unaware, uh, you should know right now. This is, uh, this is something that just came up last week. Joel bought one of those Carolina Reapers. Again, by all means, if you want to go take a look online, YouTube it, uh, you'll see others eating. This is supposedly the hottest chili pepper on God's green earth. And Joel purchased one. Last week, I was like, well, fucking, you're going to eat that shit, right? And lo and behold, he is. Now, again, we, we asked for contributions. We kind of made it a little bit of a thing, a little bit, for the Super J cast. Joel likes to eat these hot things, so why not? Let's, let's, let's turn this into a money-making proposition. So uh, we set out the, uh, the benchmark at $100. Blasted! Blasted through that $100. All right. Again, that would be I'm Booze back. Leprechaun. Oh, he's back. Okay. Booze Leprechaun, uh, again, fronted a lot. We had some other donations, and we'll read them off as we get them. If you sent that in via the Red Circle... Uh, again, we'll get a list later. We don't. We just don't have the names. So if you didn't send a screenshot, I do. I've got a couple but, of names. Oh, we got a couple of names. Great. All right. So Joel's got a couple. All right. Well, let's get into it. Probably. Okay. This is, this is right. the Booze Leprechaun Carolina Reaper Deathmatch. So thanks to our title sponsor Nicole yep. and Bubba and the Sundown Walls at Steel O'Neill and Daryl A Sultana who contributed. And if I've missed anyone, please do hit us up and let us know. And oh, so many questions, David. <laughs> Gareth Elton on Twitter says, "Please don't eat the chili." Dakota Ibushi on Twitter says, for the love of God, don't eat the chili. Stu says, is the chili all part of Damon's plan to get Colin back on the podcast? <laughs> Andrew, Andrew T. Rich says, make sure you eat the Reaper at the end. Not just for common sense reasons, but also I want your coughing slash crying slash gasp of, oh, fuck me, to slowly be drowned out as the theme music fades in. John V. Farino says, remember, Joel, after you eat the pepper, drink milk. Yeah. The science behind it is that your taste buds literally catch fire. Water or beer only intensifies it, but milk dislodges the burning element and gets it off your tongue. Sam North says, good luck with the chili. And Daryl uh, Sultana says, my question, will the, chi- will the podcast die with the burning embers from Joel's ass? <laughs> Can someone else <laughs> fill his sizable shoes? I hear Lanny Poffo has availability. Ah! Seriously, in the event of one of you's untimely demise, who would you want to co-host with? <laughs> so, uh, right, I don't want to answer break. that question. <laughs> no, let's answer it. Come on, let's do it. All right, so if you die here tonight, Please don't die. I don't want you to die. Um, uh, who would I, I? You know what? I want to do it. I, I'm going to be very truthful. That, that would this this might it, if if this does happen, Joel. This is the last show. Uh, let it be known. I will not move on. I will not move forward with the uh, Super J cast if you uh, pass away. I feel like I should go and get some milk now. Yes. Yeah. Seriously, you better have some milk. All right, I'm going to get milk. Um, <laughs> Keep right. the listeners entertained while I get the milk. Uh, I, yeah, go get the milk. I, I, if he has ice cream, he should really get ice cream too, I would think, right? That would be cool and, and milky, right? You need that coating for the tongue. Um, <laughs> this is unbelievable. This is, this is what we do for you, the listeners here. Other people can – listen, you, we can sit here and talk about World Tag League uh, you know, for three hours, but for your entertainment – this is uh, going to be great. He, he should have. Does he need water too? Does he need a tall glass of ice water? Nothing carbonated. I think that would be terrible. I think the carbonation would make it worse. So milk. Uh, I know he he said he and we'll find out when he gets back. I know he said that he has a camera set up. So if you want to see the video, the people who have donated are going to see the video. 
They're going to get the video of this. Right. If you want to donate. If, uh, okay. If you want to donate, again, it's red circle. Follow the link in the, in the description and Twitter. Donate. If you donate, send a screenshot. We'll get we'll get you that video. All right? We're going to get you the video. But nobody else gets the video unless you pay. All right? So pay up. You can see all. Oh, is it now? Is it, describe the scene over there, Joel, if you could. What, what, what's the setup look like? Okay, I've got a carton of milk. Good. Uh, I'm also opening a little tub of ice cream. Oh, good. Very good. Very good. What flavor goes with? Surprisingly paint? difficult. I Mally made some <laughs> some homemade yogurt, some Greek yogurt, and I tried to bring that in, but she saw me walk into the, the bedroom with milk and ice cream and yogurt, and was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Uh-oh. And I said, "It's in case the chili's too spicy." And she said, <laughs> don't eat all my yogurt. Don't use that spoon in my yogurt. So the yogurt might be off limits. And uh, I've got Gatti in the background making a big noise, climbing into a brown paper bag. So wow, that's where we are right now. I'm going to start now, who's video. Tape? Yeah, who, yeah you, you're taping it yourself? Okay, good. Uh, yep, can, we get some words from, can we get some words from Mally? Can we get her uh, on, get her, get her take on this? Is that is that possible? I've asked. She says she's eating and she's not interested. <laughs> shall, I ask, shall I ask one more time? One more time for me. It's people like for me. All right. My goodness. What do you mean eating? We're doing a we're doing a very popular show here. Isn't this amazing? How like nobody cares about what we do. It's unbelievable. Very popular. We're very famous. Sitting there eating. Get on. Get on the show. God damn it. No, she God. says no. She's not doing it. What? Son of a bitch. Um, unbelievable. Isn't it amazing how we're so insignificant? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Fucking unbelievable. She does not give a fuck. Unbelievable. All right, so let's set the scene, Joel. Uh, okay, I'm going to hit record okay, on this video. I've got a little selfie video. And, uh, I've got a moustache, Damon. I'm, I'm midway through November. So ah, very nice. This is going to make it even more enjoyable for listeners to, yeah. to watch. Yeah, with your porn stash. All right, so you yeah. set. Uh, oh, the so doors this, come open. I've got to close the door. Okay. Yeah, 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 close it. Yeah, your screams. Um, what I need from you is so you have the milk, you have the ice cream, the yogurt, the whole nine yards. Uh, is there any other beverage that's there? Is there a beer? Milk. Any uh, water? Ice water? Uh, I have some Diet Coke, but I'm probably not going to touch that because I don't think that will be good. Carbonation. It's going to make it. Terrible. Okay. Yeah. Now, is the pepper in in wrapped or is it sitting in front of you right now? Uh, it's in uh, a toothpick, skewered on a toothpick in front of me. Wow. In and how big? Espresso How big cup. are we looking at? How big are we looking at? Um, it is about as big as... It's slightly smaller than a golf ball. Okay. That's... Whew, wow. And now, are you going... Pop it in, a whole thing, and just going go to town on it? Or are you slight? Yeah. How are you how are you handling this? What's what's going to be your? No, I'm just gonna, just going to just eat the whole thing and Holy chew it. Holy shit! All right. Well, Joel, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it over to you. I'm gonna let you do uh, to decide when this happens, and then you tell me. I'll give you a countdown on three. You're gonna pop it in your mouth. Is that cool? Yeah. Let's do I've, it now. Go for it. I've I've said that line to many girls. All right. Here we go. The booze leprechaun. Carolina Reaper, Ghost Chili, whatever the fuck it is, challenge. Joel Abraham, here we go. On the count of three. Three, two, one. Go, Joel. I'm going to be very quite quiet. Quite fruity. Fruity. 
Mm. Okay. He's chewing. He's chewing it. All right. What's going on? Mm. <laughs> Breathing's heavy. Breathing's a little heavy. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. Okay. okay. Oh! Okay. It's okay so far. Okay. Heat. Scale one, to scale one to ten. About a six or a seven so far. Six or seven so far. Okay. I feel it's going to get worse though. Okay. Yeah, I, it's you're creeping handling. up. Okay, but you're handling it, it much better up. than I thought. Okay, it is creeping up. We get, we're, we're, we're I, eight, I don't want to go for the milk or the ice cream yet because I want to get the full experience. Oh my god, are you? You're handling this like a fucking champ, dude. It was actually quite tasty. Very. Fruity, citrusy, aromatic. Um, but the heat is building. It is creeping up. Okay, but up still... To seven now. Okay, that, that's, that's fine. Seven's good. You're handling this fucking thing. You're going to crush this. Yeah. Uh, it's finding, <laughs> not difficult <laughs> to breathe, but slight shortness of breath. You're talking on a podcast. Eyes watering a bit. Okay. Um... Yeah, mouth is burning a fair amount now. It's about maybe an eight on the burning. Okay, okay burning eight. Is this the it's hottest? It's fun though. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> How does the body feel? What does your body feel like? Well, my heart was beating quite fast before I ate it, just because I was excited and nervous. Right. Right. Whew. Right. Yeah, I'm crying so, now. Okay, but you're not freaking out, dude. You're very, <sighs> you're very under control. You're very composed. Uh. <laughs> you feeling it now? Yeah, still about an eight. Okay. Loosen up the, the nasal passages, right? Getting a little loose. Yep. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. No milk yet, though, right? No ice cream, no milk. Yeah, I might dip Come into on. that soon. Okay, yeah, soon. Go milk. No, 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 no. No, I, no you're doing great. You'd, I cannot believe Oof. how great you're doing it. <sighs> wow! It's get quite difficult to speak soon. I feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Am I going to do this show closing? I'm glad I, I did this at the end of the podcast and not the start. <laughs> me too. But Joel, I got to be honest with you. You're blowing me the fuck away here. <sighs> oh, it's warm. Yeah, you're feeling it now. Now it's now now. It, it, I feel are, like I've been chopped, chopped by <laughs> Hiroki Goto. I can't believe you said the word Hiroki Goto during this. <laughs> That's what's amazing. Wow. Oh, my God, Joel. Oh, dear. Whew. Yeah. Are you regretting it right now? No, I'm glad I did it. Yeah, yeah. I, you, you, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't think anybody listening to this show thought that you were going to handle it like this. You have totally, I think you've crushed it. You have crushed mm -hmm. it. This is Come not the milk now. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. Get a good big swig. Mm. Oh, cool. okay. And that's helped quite a lot. Good. Because it was getting quite quite a lot of discomfort in my esophagus as it went down. Ooh. Mm. Joel, you I mean I mean, honestly, you handled this like like a champ. I am I am I am stunned. I'm stunned at how you handled this. I'm a professional when it comes to the, the chili eating game. I'm married to a Thai lady. Okay, but that's my God. Like, like here's, here's what I really think. Like, you set the fucking bar. 
Like, people have to beat you. People have to beat you, Joel, at this. Oh, should I throw out the challenge to other podcasts then? Yes! Come on, everyone else on Voices of Wrestling. Yeah, you bunch of wimps. Yeah. Joel, you fucking crushed it. I am blown away. I wouldn't be able to. No, there's no way I would be able to. How you feeling? How you feeling right now? Give, give, us, give, us, a, give us a take right now. Mm. The spiciness in the mouth isn't the worst thing. That's bearable. I've, I've had worse than this, eating spicy meals, but it's the throat and the esophagus burning sensation. It's quite unpleasant. Wow. Yeah. Well, keep going with the milk. I think I think we proved our point. Listen, all these people are like, "Don't do it, don't you." You're gonna look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you, Joel <sighs> Abraham. You fucking did it. You are a legend. Can we stop doing the podcast now? <laughs> <laughs> do you want me? No, you got to. Don't you still have to do the plugs? Hmm. <laughs> Fuck, you're right. We have to do the plugs. Okay, I'm gonna do the plugs then. Okay. I'm dying here. Go. Alright, let me have a swig and milk before I do the plugs. <laughs> right, I've got to be quiet. You do the plugs. Hey. Redcircle.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash j dash cast. Give us money. Mm. <laughs> ah. Glad I don't have to shout out Manscaped this time. Uh pro wrestling tees.com forward slash super j cast. Thanks, Editor Dan. Escape the Box UK. Social media. Fire Snake Review. iTunes. Follow Twitter. At the Super Jcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And goodbye. I did it! Yay!